amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello and welcome to Football Brawl UK, brought to you by the Brawl Network with myself, Freddie Hall, and I am joined by Adam Martin and Cole McGuigan. We're going to be talking all things NFL in the final week, the build-up to the start of the NFL season. Adam, are you excited? Yeah, it's going to be fun and, you know, looking forward to it. Colm, first full podcast. Are you excited for this weekend, my friend? Yeah, I can't wait. Special day on Monday for me and you, isn't that right, Freddie? That is definitely right. Giants v Steelers, we will be definitely talking online during the game and uh, probably giving us each other a couple of uh, jabs, I can imagine. Uh, we are repping all things NFL for the Brawl Network in the UK. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Football Brawl UK. You can email us on footballukbrawl at gmail.com as well. Uh, find our podcast on iTunes Podcasts, on Spotify and on Spreaker. And if you don't have any platforms, go to the Brawl Network website, www.thebrawlnetwork.com. That has our podcast, several other sports podcasts and NFL podcasts and individual NFL team podcasts as well. As well as brilliant articles on there. Some of them are by Football Brawl UK's own Adam Martin as well. He has some brilliant articles out there. So go and check them out now. Let's... Talk about the news. It's been a crazy last hour. So an hour ago, it was announced that Jalen Ramsey has signed a five-year extension of $105 million, uh, largest contract ever for a cornerback, uh, beating out Tredavious White, who had the largest ever contract for a cornerback just a day prior. <laughs> so he's the first de defensive back in history for a deal over $100 million and his uh, 71.2 million is the largest guaranteed money for a defensive back ever as well. We're going to look at some of the contracts as well as Jalen Ramsey's. We're going to look at uh, Tredavis White's, uh, DeAndre Hopkins as well. Uh, we'll start off with Jalen Ramsey, 25 years old, the fifth pick in the 2016 draft by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously traded to the uh, LA Rams last season um, for two first round picks and a fourth rounder as well. Uh, Three time pro bowler, 10 interceptions, a touchdown. Three forced fumbles, 49 passes defended, and 243 tackles on his career so far. Um, Jalen Ramsey, you know, a massive extension there for him, Adam, at the Rams. Are they tying more money up in people? Is this going to backfire at the Rams again at some point like it has done um, before? It feels like it's a bit of a strange decision, I must say. I mean, Ramsey's in the prime of his career, so in that way, you can understand why they've done it. But it feels like it's a lot of money to be putting into a cornerback, I have to say. Um, I don't know. With the Rams, they it's like they seem happy to dish out some very big deals to some players that, to be honest, are not necessarily the greatest um, yet. You know, for some reason, they uh, they seem happy to do it. So I suppose he's a big name. He'll sell a lot of shirts, so they'll probably get quite a bit of money back on that. 
Um, but it, it feels like a lot of money for a for a cornerback. Colm, is, is Ramsey's extension a little bit tied up in the fact they're moving to the big stadium, they've rebranded, they want the faces, you know, to sell the team? I mean, that's it. They're, they're trying to put more faces, um, you know, for the franchise. But what's interesting with this one is that they just, you know, Goff signed a $134 million deal. He's going to be saying to himself, well, look, if Jalen Ramsey's getting 105, I want more than 134. You know, it really brings the, the DB market into a new stratosphere, so to speak, and kind of resets that market. So all around the league, this is going to have implications elsewhere. Um, I'm not I'm not a big fan of giving that, that amount of money to a cornerback, to be honest, especially even one like Jalen Ramsey. I know he's in his prime. But to be honest, I'm, I'm not too sure. And I don't, I'd don't. i love to hear Jared Goff's thoughts on that because he's going to be sitting there with dollar signs on his eyes again. <laughs> Well, there'll be someone else with dollar size in their eyes, and that is uh, Josh Allen, I can imagine, at Buffalo Bills. Uh, another cornerback, Tredavious White, only a days prior, uh, signed an extension as well, a four-year, uh, uh, well, sorry, $70 million extension, um, 25 years old, 27th pick in the 2017 draft, a one-time pro bowler of last year, 12 interceptions, three forced fumbles, a sack, 181 combined tackles, and eight tackles for loss on his career. Uh, yeah, Tredavious White moves the needle. Ramsey then moves the needle a little bit more. What what president Adam does this set moving forward for that position? Well, you've got to think that Marshawn Lattimore is probably laughing his head off. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, anybody who is now a young cornerback at, at the peak age, they're going to get paid more. You know, it's it's how it works, isn't it? It's how it's always worked at quarterback. It's how it's worked with the highest paid wide receivers. You have to think that you're going to end up in that situation where people are going to come out and go, well, hang, hang on a minute. He's getting paid this much. I'm I'm younger than him now. I've got I'm in the prime of my career. I can do all this stuff as well. You're going to have to pay me more. Otherwise, I'm going to go somewhere that will pay me. So it it does kind of. I think all the time that you have higher contracts and more money, it creates more player power, which um, is, in fairness to the NFL, it's one of the good things about the NFL, that there isn't so much player power compared to other uh, high, like especially sports over in the UK. Um, but yeah, I think it probably means that the, the needle will just keep on going up and up like it does in most other positions. Cole, with the the um, the cap space, you know, next year the cap's going to get reduced. We don't really know more details on that at the minute. We know that they're going to be borrowing from other years. But cap is a massive, massive issue that people are forgetting a lot about in the NFL at the minute. How much is both of these contracts going to be affecting the Bills and the Rams going forward? The Rams as well with so much dead money. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago with uh, Neo. We talked about dead money and cap space. And I, I got a bit more of the grips of what it all means. But wh wh where are these teams finding the money from? Well, that's it. Um, you know, what What are the Rams going to do going forward then? Um, you know, in the, in the next couple of years, there's going to be guys that are going to get paid. I mean, obviously, they, they got rid of Paul Gurley this year. Um, I imagine they had this Ramsey deal in the back of their head at that point. Um, because obviously when they got rid of Todd Gurley, they didn't have to pay him. He went to the Falcons. But there's going to be guys at Cam Akers that are going to be looking paid here in a couple of years. You know, they, they have they have to start thinking forward now, the Rams. 
um, with the Bills as well. Josh Allen, he's going to be looking at a new deal soon. Um, very interesting to see how that plays out. Another uh, deal as well that happened uh, away from the cornerback position onto the offensive side was DeAndre Hopkins, who went to the Cardinals this year, got traded there, was on a, a, a the last few year, last year of his contract anyway, going over to the Cardinals. The Cardinals knew they were going to have to extend him and pay quite a bit of money. He's had a two-year extension, $54.5 million, uh, the highest paid non-quarterback in history. Uh, we all know how great DeAndre Hopkins is, uh, drafted... Um, with a 27th pick in 2013 by the Houston Texans, a four-time pro bowler at 28 now. He was traded earlier this year. It was him in a fourth-round pick, was traded to uh, Cardinals for David Johnson, a 2020 um, second-round pick and a 2021 fourth-round pick. Uh, Hopkins with 632 receptions, 8,602 yards and 54 touchdowns on his career. Uh, this guy is incredible. He's, he's, he's an absolute game-changer, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Adam, how important was it for the Cardinals to get him tied up, especially now that they have Kyler Murray, who's going to be, who is their franchise quarterback? That relationship between them is going to be needed so much more going forward um, with this Arizona team. Yeah, I think you, you know, you want to get your star players signed up, and as soon as they traded him in, that he was the one that they needed to get signed up as quickly as possible. Um, with that two-year deal, it's a it's a good deal for them. And uh, although it is a lot of money, they when you know you talk about cap space, they they managed to get David Johnson off of their uh, off of their cap. So that meant that they do have a nice amount of space there for them to be able to uh, sign him to a, a decent sized deal. And yeah, I mean the relationship between Murray and Hopkins is going to be massive for the Arizona Cardinals. And um, I think you'll probably find that, you know, if everyone's signed up, everyone's happy with what they've got, they'll probably perform better. So it's a, uh, it's probably a good situation at the moment for the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are definitely a team that I think are the dark horse to get into the playoffs this year. I think they are going to be a team that we are going to be watching a lot going forward. Colm, do you think, you know, with this extension happening, is this, this Cardinal team, getting the wheels turning for them to really push for a playoff playoff run, um, not just to get there, but to be competitive once in the playoffs. Yeah, that's it. I mean, with, with the Cardinals this year, you know, gives Kyler Murray a real weapon this year to kind of throw at in terms of the, the best wide receiver in the league. Um, obviously, with their running, running backs as well, they've got Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds there. Um, I think they're a real dark horse for the playoffs too. They're, they have so much... Um, on offense this year that they're going to be hard to deal with yeah I, I cannot agree more I think that relationship with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray is definitely one going forward that it's going to be just fireworks it's just a very tough division Adam isn't it I mean you've got to overcome the Rams you've got to overcome the Seahawks the 49ers we can assume aren't going to have a Super Bowl hangover and they've got a very real defense it's it's a tough division that, um, that NFC West it, it's going to be a struggle for them to get to the playoffs but tying up players like Hopkins to stay for the future is only a good sign, right? Yeah, it's a, you know, like I say, it's a great thing that they're all paid and they're all ready to go. I, I think they're going to need another year. I think it's probably too early for them at the moment. But if you look at it in the way of, you know, you're happy that you've signed Hopkins and you've got Murray there and they can build on a relationship, well, then you can imagine what they'll be like in a year's time. So I think they they're definitely 
definitely going to improve, but they're going to need the time. That division is absolutely stacked at the moment. And the fact that you've got a side like the LA Rams, who, I mean, you're you're basically looking at them coming last in that division. Um, and they are more than capable in a lot of other divisions. So I, I think, you know, I've spoken before. I like the Seattle Seahawks this year for the division. Um, I think the 49ers will have a bit of a dip because of the Super Bowl uh, loss. I, I think it does affect teams and it takes a while, despite the fact they've got an amazing defense. I think they will struggle a little bit. But yeah, I mean, you, you want your players signed up. It's only going to be a good thing for Arizona. Yeah, moving on to to not very not very happy news from the NFL fan point view of view, but obviously for Denver Broncos, it's 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 a horrible thing to happen. With Von Miller um, injured out for the season, he's dislocated his perineal tendon. Which uh, for everyone listening who isn't a doctor, which is pretty much all <laughs> of our listeners, um, that basically means his tendon flipped over his ankle bone which it sounds absolutely excruciatingly horrible yeah. i can imagine the pain <laughs> must be unbearable best case scenario is three months and he's back but more likely it's five to six obviously we all know about von miller 31 years old now second pick in the 2011 draft by the broncos a super bowl champion and mvp eight-time pro bowler uh, 26 forced fumbles, 106 sacks. He joined the 100 club of uh, sacks last year. 490 combined tackles, 216 quarterback hits and two interceptions. I mean, needless to say, Von Miller is detrimental to the Denver Broncos. Um, how much of a loss, Colm, is, is Von Miller going to be to this Broncos team? Huge. I mean, you know, I was looking as well as stats for last season. 33 solo tackles, eight sacks last season. Um, he really chipped in, and I mean, I was reading about him in camp as well, and he was considered virtually unblockable um, all summer. So he's, you know, an indefinite loss. I can't see him coming back this year, to be honest. I think that's his season done. I know, I know they're saying three months um, at best, but I can't see it. I think that's his season done, which is a real loss to not only the Broncos but to the NFL. He's a player I like watching. I'm not sure about you two, but I love watching Von Miller. I think he, he's great. He's, you know, he's revolutionised the defence and. Um, Denver and he's been great to watch you want to see the best players don't you I mean yeah. that's what you want at the end of the day you want to see the best players playing and it's a real shame to lose someone of his quality um, out of you know before the season has even started you know I hate to say it the Broncos were looking like a team that were you know this up and coming team obviously the offence is really young really exciting but you do feel that just losing someone of this guy, you know, his stature and and his effect that he has on the whole of the team, you know, this is going to be really, really difficult for them to get past. I mean, they were never a team that were going to be able to beat the Kansas City Chiefs for the division. But you kind of felt like they had the ability to maybe sneak into the playoffs and losing someone like Von Miller is, is a really big blow for them. Yeah. Well, yeah, as as I've said a few times, I, I think Broncos, just like you say, the Cardinals are a year away. I think the Broncos are a year away. I don't think they'll make it this year, but this doesn't help their case at all. What is 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 upsetting for the Broncos is last year, they, they Bradley Chubb played four games last year. Um, so Von Miller, you know, everyone knew 
he was coming. So they were just double teaming every time. You didn't have Bradley Chubb there next to him to, you know, to be that tandem. You, you've heard me say it so many times about the Steelers with Bud Dupree and TJ Watt. That tandem just works so well. And Chubb and Miller have that tandem. They definitely have that chemistry to do that. But when one's missing, the focus, they know, you know, the teams know they're coming. So they're going to focus their efforts on them. And this is now going to spin the other way around now with Bradley Chubb now being the focus this year for teams on that defensive, on the defensive line. They, they still have stars in their defense. I think they still have, you know, Justin Simmons, Bradley Chubb. Um, they've got some great guys there. They can still go forward. But Von Miller as a presence on, on the field is going to be hugely missed. He's obviously can still come in to camp and he can come into training. He can still be on the sideline and still be that motivational guy in the locker room. But this guy, a lot of the time, well, is, is clearly a captain, a leader on this team, but leads by example a lot of the time as well. And him not being on the field is is going to be is going to be tough for Denver. But I think in a way, you know, go seven and nine again, develop Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, have Drew Locke play his first full season. You come back next year, fully fit Von Miller, hopefully fully fit whole team. You've got the rookies have all had a year. I know Drew Locke's not a rookie, but he only he didn't play a full season last year it all starts to click and c- c- turn again. They're, I don't think there's any pressure on Vic Fangio and this Denver Bronco team, um, Colm, that they need to really perform this year. I think they can wait another year. I don't think there is pressure for them to keep going forward. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what way they line up. They've obviously got the two other designated head rushers there um, in Jeremiah Arachu and Mali Greed. So, if one of those guys need to step up this year, fill that void. It's a big void. No one's expecting one of these kids to come out and play like Von Miller. But if they, if they can help Bradley Chubb in there, it'll be interesting to see what, what really goes on with the, the defence in Denver. But I agree with what you said before. I think they're a year away. Um, and if they can get Drew Locke firing some of those wide receivers, Jerry Judy and stuff, I mean, you, you've got a really serious playoff contending side next year. Yeah. Um, Adam, you reckon, is, is this... Can they be patient now? Can they just just let them you know let this season play out and then sort of start from scratch again? It, it's pretty crazy that one player makes you change that whole dynamic of thinking about a team, right? Um, I think it happens with a lot of teams, though. You, we, you know, we had it with Derwin James last week, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah, you had it with Derwin James, and you know, if, if forget the defensive side, any quarterback. I mean, you know, any quarterback goes down, and you're in you're in trouble. Uh, you know, so unfortunately, I think with a lot of these teams, you do have one player who does make such a big difference. And for the Broncos, Von Miller is one of them players. In a way, I mean, they were, like I said, they are kind of like the young, plucky offense that you're sort of, I think a lot of people are going to be watching them this year, hoping they do well. And they're going to sort of start rooting for them because they have got a lot of young players and they have got a lot of rookies who, you know, they're they're good rookies as well. You know, that's the other thing. It's like you can see from some of their college form that they're they're good and they'll probably do well. But the the way that Denver has kind of been summed up in this preseason is almost like they're going to need time to settle. And you know, obviously with everything that's going on at the moment, it's harder for rookies to settle as well. So you have to feel that they will probably need that year. Like you say, there's not a lot of pressure on them. I think the fact they've got Kansas City in their in their division is, you know, all the pressure's on them. 
and so they do have time and hopefully they can sort of like uh, get together and sort of you know to be given the time by the owners to do well and then move on next year and do better the biggest problem is that losing someone like von miller yeah he can he, hopefully he can come back next year but he will be 32 it's just a year from his from his prime age of of his position and it's just a shame to lose that yeah it definitely is and we all uh, here at football brawl uk wish von miller the best of luck and hope he gets back to full recovery sooner rather than later um sort sad to say goodbye today in the last half an hour ryan shazier admittedly has not played for the last two years with that horrible injury that he had to his spine but has officially retired from the nfl he always said he'd hope to come back um in my opinion, I never thought he'd ever come back. You just see him walking on the sideline. He doesn't, you know, he didn't walk the same anymore. And it, you can't blame the guy. I mean, the guy got had a horrific injury, but he's officially retired from the NFL. And also, uh, Keep Talib, cornerback, um, has also retired from the NFL. Um, both great players in their prime. Sad to see them go. Um, but, you know, wish them both the best of luck in the future as well. Coming right up, we are going to talk about this weekend football season begins guys we'll be right back amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. We, we, it's, it's here. It's finally here, guys. NFL football is finally arrived. We've been sitting here, pandemic, twiddling our thumbs, no sports on, waiting for this moment. Also thinking that maybe it wasn't going to happen. I mean, Adam, how, how excited are you, man, that this weekend it's finally happening? Yeah, it's great that it's finally back. I mean, it's like what we've all been waiting for 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 ages now. And, you know, it's like really looking forward to seeing the start of it and and really looking forward to uh, watching our WhatsApp group on Sunday night as you two constantly go on at each other. So it should be a laugh. (laughs) If anything, Colm, we're predictable. Yeah, I mean, I just cannot wait to watch Giants football again. It's been (laughs) so long. Um, but in terms of the other games this week, the red zone on Sunday is going to be electric. Like, I just can't wait to watch the red zone on Sunday. And then, obviously, our big game on Monday night, Friday. Um, I will definitely be WhatsApping you privately as well as in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> what's, worse, what's better for me is, like, obviously, with my work, I when I work a close, it's like, I don't know, sometimes we get out, like, quarter past 11. Or, you know, you can sometimes leave, like, half 12 or whatever. But I love, I love it in NFL season when it's like, not Sunday night, because I think it's annoying because you miss quite a bit. But like Monday, 
when you're like really tired after the weekend and you don't particularly want to stay up for a game, but you work a close and then you finish at like half 11, you get home at 12 or like half 12 and you're like, well, I've only got half now and the game starts. And then by the time the game starts, you're like really engrossed in it and you're like, yeah, I don't feel tired. I don't feel like I've worked like a 10 hour shift. I'm, I'm totally good to go. And then it gets like three in the morning and then you're like, oh, I really could go to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got the double whammy on Monday then because straight after it's a Titans Broncos, right? I know, but that starts at like 20 past three or like four or something like that. Man. Yeah, I think. Do you, do you really want to be waiting up for the Titans Broncos? <laughs> the Titans Broncos is an exciting matchup. I think I that's going to be an exciting matchup, to be honest. No, uh, no. I, I, I don't. I don't think the idea of being up at, for for it to start at twenty past three to watch Derek Henry just run <laughs> does, doesn't appeal. Yeah, admittedly, you know what you're going to be getting in that yeah. in that game, man. Yeah, but for you, Adam, you know, divisional rival, first game of the season at their house as well, Vikings Packers. That's going to be a tasty one, there, man. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there because obviously, you know, they've got a lot of uh, unrest for the Packers over the off season, so it will be interesting to see how that goes, but. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's one of the ones that I've sort of like looked at all the games, and that's one of the ones where it's a bit difficult to come out with a, a almost like a prediction for it. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll be all right, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a it's a tough. It's always tough. I think when you look at week one because. Or week one or week two, for that matter. And this is the same for when you play fantasy football. I know all three of us play fantasy football as well. It's it's just so hard to predict to even know how they're going to come out. You know, I look at... Sorry, especially this season with no real pre-season games. You know, you're, you're looking at guys coming in. Who are they? What are they doing? It's hard to predict, I think. Especially for, for week one, when a lot of these guys... I think this year we're going to see a lot of injuries week one. Due to no pre-season. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. But you look at these games, like, Patriots-Dolphins is incredibly interesting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we won, Dolphins-Patriots, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But, you know, Cam Newton there now. Dolphins have, like, looked like they have a plan. They've got some real serious players there. Carl Van Noy, Byron Jones. I don't think it's... Has it even been announced if Tua's going to start? Yeah, it's been announced yeah. They went there. He's he's back up, right? Am I right, Adam? Yeah, yeah. Fitzpatrick's got the yeah. start. Fitzmagic's starting. Yeah. So, the, but let's say Fitz let's say Fitzmagic throws three interceptions in the first quarter, <laughs> like which could be very feasible. It like, could happen. <laughs> that could happen. Admittedly, he could throw for two hundred yards and four touchdowns in the first ten minutes. We don't. Like, he is that insane that that could he could just throw like six you know six sixty yard throws and it would be insane um it it becomes very interesting i mean outside of obviously steelers giants which i would say i'm very very excited about i'm fascinated by some of these buccaneers saints i mean i i'm my eyes are going to be glued to that game tom brady suiting up in a tampa bay shirt rob gronkowski returns drew Brees on his final push for the super bowl um, it's, it's going to be Brady versus Breeze, and we all love to see that. Two good defences. It'll be interesting to see how much this Buccaneers defence has improved. I mean, that, that that is so fascinating to me outside of like my own team playing. Adam, what, what game have you got your eyes on, you know, or, or players even for that matter, that you've got your eyes on coming into this weekend? 
Um, I think that the Seahawks-Falcons game will be a really good game. You've got a couple of decent offences there who are going to provide quite... The, the one thing that you've got to remember with week one, week two, just the, the first, probably almost like the first half of the season, really, is that um, it takes a while for defences to catch up. So you need a really, really good defence in order to sort of be able to work out what they're doing from the offset. The Seahawks have an OK uh, defence and the Falcons have not a great <laughs> defence. So, so I think that, that will be a really, really good attacking game to watch. Um, other than that, obviously, the, I'll be looking out for the Packers. Um, other than that, uh, the other one that could be a good one is the Cowboys Rams. Mm, yeah. You've got, you know, you've got two teams there who I think, especially with the Cowboys and with CD lamb coming in, it'll be interesting to see how that works with the dynamic for the wide receivers there works. And as you know, said before about the Rams, you know, they've got, they've got a lot of good players there, but it'll be interesting to see how they, how they do against the team like the Cowboys who, you know, again, both defences are OK, but not amazing. So it'll be interesting to see how them two offences do. And you get to see Todd Gurley, a new team with Atlanta. Yeah, yeah Todd Gurley with the Falcons should be interesting. That'll be really interesting to see how he does. I think you'll probably find that he does OK week one, but he will be more of an interesting one in, say, like week three or four to see whether or not there's been any reoccurrence of the injuries. Yeah, or any, yeah. See if it's sustainable how he's playing. Yeah. What about what What about yourself, Colm? What do you reckon? Well, obviously the the main one for me is the Giants Steelers, but I'll not talk too much about that and put you in a bad mood. But <laughs> uh, the the first game, I mean, everyone's kind of sleeping on this Thursday night game. I think the Chiefs Texans is going to go off. Mahomes Watson first game of the season. I think that's going to be a really really good game, high scoring. Um, two good offences. It'll be interesting to see people like McCall Hardman. Can he step up again this year? Um, you know, he was great last year in his rookie year. The other game I, I'm really looking forward to is the same as yourself, the Bucks Saints. Um, I want to see how much of a role Leonard Fournette has. Because I'm not too sure he's going to, you know, are they going to share the workload week one? He obviously doesn't know the full playbook right now. So is he just going to get some goal line carries? So maybe Adam can tell you he'd be in with a shout for a touchdown bet. Um, but, I, I, you know, that's another game I'm really interested in watching. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be back in Fournette in the first game. <laughs> you reckon? No, I don't. I think the Saints are a good defence. I wouldn't go... And the the problem is, is you you can't trust Bruce Arians and what he says. It's like, he he's a bit like Pete Carroll. It's this, you know, you just... They always say how amazing they're doing, how great they are. And he came out and said quite, you know, just a couple of days ago, he came out and said how Len Fournette had he'd learnt the playbook and how he was doing really well and he's going to be part of it. And he may well be, but you just, part you, of me... You, thinks, you then don't announce Ronald Jones as your starter. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it's it's a really difficult one. I think people like that is a, it, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I think in time he will get the job and he will be the starter. Um, but maybe not in the first game. <laughs> mm. There's even, you know what, 
for the whole weekend, there's one snooze fest of a game, and that for me is the Bears Lions. Like every other game, really? Is... really? Yeah, because if you look at it, if you look at the, there is several games that do look incredibly boring, admittedly, but they have interesting things in there. So like Chargers Bengals is 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 a snooze fest, but Joe Burrow, that's incredibly interesting for me. Um, Eagles Washington. Chase Young, like that'll be real cool. If what see, about the Bills Jets? Bills Jets. Uh, well, see, see if the Bills are on track. Stefan Diggs. See if they're tr- on track to actually do a big playoff run this year, which I think they will. I mean, I, I just think that the other Bears lines haven't had much movement. Is the thing with like getting players in. Obviously, Bears got Nick Foles in, but we know Mitch Trubisky is going to start anyway. So I don't, you know, we don't really care about that. whereas every other game has a little bit of a different variable Pan- panthers raiders is a bit boring but teddy bridgewater starting quarterback and christian mccaffrey against a weak defense and also josh jacobs henry ruggs like every game has a bit of a factor to it that is really interesting yeah he's my player of the week henry ruggs to be honest i picked him up in fantasy i think he's gonna be unbelievable this year um, I really think he's going to go off week one against the Panthers. I have him in Dynasty, so I have him for the future. But I think now that Terrell Williams is injured, he he could really go off. Did, did you not? What, what do you reckon, Adam? Which which is your snooze fest then? Um, I well, actually, as much as I hate to say it, I do think it might be the Packers Vikings. Oh, really? Because, yeah. <laughs> really? Because the reason I say it is because you've got two teams there who want to run the ball. Yeah. And I just don't see it as being a particularly exciting game. With the Lions, I think the Lions are a really good offense. And also, they are a terrible defense. So <laughs> I, think, I think the Lions will actually be quite an, a fun team to watch. Um, but yeah, the Packers, Vikings, I just, what I see is I see two teams that have got decent defenses and. Uh, unfortunately for us has kind of become a bit more of a run first team and and that doesn't necessarily mean exciting football I'm afraid so I, I I do think that that's the one that's you know most likely to be a bit bit boring I do I can see where you're coming from with the Bears and the Lions but I do think that the Lions offense and like I said the poor defense will provide <laughs> quite a few highlights for you um, but yeah, for me, it's Packers Vikings. I'm afraid. I think uh, also as well the Packers Vikings. I know, I know this is such a sports cliche, but nobody wants to lose that game. Like I know, I know it's such a sport cliche. Like every team does want to lose, obviously. But you know, division rival, you're at Vikings, like you're at Minnesota. Like no one wants to, no one wants to make any mistakes because they could cost them the game. So you're right. It's going to be real run heavy, and and whether that's interesting or not is is going to be there to see, isn't it, really? I mean, we find Derek Henry running interesting, so why can't we find uh, Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook fun to watch? I, I think it, it it will be fun. It's just, like you said, I think it might be low scoring. Yeah, I, I think it probably... It's, to me, I can see it being very similar to the first game last year where the Packers went away to the Bears and won 10-3. It, it's, it's definitely... A, it, it looks like a similar kind of thing to me. So... Yeah, I mean, I've, obviously watching Aaron Jones running is, you know, he's a good player. It'd be great to see. But I just, when you look at all the other ones, there's a lot of, 
kind of exciting offensive weapons, new players, and <laughs> and you've got like, Jordan Love on the side. We've got Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question for both of you, right? I've I got... can't stop laughing. <laughs> you've only got Devontae Adams, and that's it. I, I right in my fantasy team. I've got Rodgers and I've got Breeze. Who am I starting? Oh, Breeze. Breeze, yeah. You going Breeze, really? Yeah. Uh... See, I, I, I had Rodgers landing in there, but then the more I've, I've listened to Adam talking there about this run, swaying <laughs> <laughs> towards um, putting Breeze in, but I don't know. It's a tough one. I think go Breeze there. I think, bear in mind, Buccaneers, I only know this because I was doing research earlier for a, a different podcast. Buccaneers were like first or second in rushing defense last year. They were really good on the ground, but they were not They were like 25th in in receiving yards. So they're, they're a team that's secondary is weaker than their defensive line. So Drew Breeze all day long there, man. Right, you've, you've changed my mind. If this bites me in the ass come next week then we'll we'll have a different chat oh i forgot to say i i did my draft for like my main league uh so it's 14 uh, team ppr i know we're going off on a tangent ladies and gentlemen but you know everyone loves uh everyone loves fantasy football i i'm gonna win my league like i know that already um but this is this is my t- team right Matt Stafford, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, Julian Edelman, Curtis Samuel, Hunter Henry, Terry McLaurin, Chris Boswell kicker, Seahawks defense, Baker Mayfield, Tariq Cohen, Kenyon Drake, Michael Pittman, Adam Phelan, Mike Gazicki. Man, if that doesn't scream championships, I don't know what does. Very, very good. What do you reckon, like Adam? Adam Phelan in there as well. Yeah, it sounds all right, doesn't it? You know. <laughs> I think you'll uh, I think you'll do okay with it. What are you gonna say, Colm, sorry? No, I was just saying I like that Kaseki shot at tight end. I think he'll get good yeah, production. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Your your wide receivers don't seem great. Other than Thinan, yeah. You should yeah. you should you've got that mouth, you don't know what you're talking about. That's that's <laughs> all I'm saying, you know. The the rest of them sound brilliant. I'm sure you'll do Mate, one. Terry McLaurin, Julian Julian Edelman is a production machine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Curtis Samuel had a thousand. Had, 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 he didn't have a thousand yard season last year. That's complete rubbish. I don't know what I'm talking about there. He, he had like six touchdowns last year, and he got a better. And they've got a better, more accurate quarterback. Yeah, and they've got Robbie Anderson as well. Yeah, no one cares about Robbie Anderson. Curtis Samuel's <laughs> the guy. Okay, we believe you. Don't worry. Oh, that, and they've got DJ Moore as well. Oh. They're both really good. And Christian McCaffrey, obviously, in the receiving game. Anyway, we should get off fantasy football. We're not a fantasy football podcast, but it is always good fun to listen to it. Rookies. We don't have to know loads about college football, but I'm sure we've all heard the names now. Um, Adam, what rookie are you most excited to see debut? I think Jerry Judy will be a really exciting one to see. Um, So he'll be good. I think he's in a really good offense the good thing with having Cortland Sutton there is it means that it will provide some space for Judy so I think he'll be a very good one to watch Michael Pittman will be a good one to watch as well for the Colts um I think he's really interesting and uh, I know you're kind you know you want to go away from fancy a bit but the one 
the one person for fantasy who will be what the most interesting one to watch will be Antonio Gibson at Washington because that is every, very correct. Yeah, yeah that is going to be interesting. He has gone from no, you know, nowhere uh, in drafts to really high. So with Adrian Peterson gone, so he will be really interesting to watch just you know, for, purely for fantasy. But uh, yeah, Pittman would be good and um, Jerry Judy for me. Colm, surely it's got to be Chase Claypool, right? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. I I actually don't think he's going to be great, do you? Yeah, of course I do. He's a stealer. Well, I I know you're biased, but um, no, my main main regard, as I said previous, was Henry Ruggs. I think he's going to be unbelievable this year. Um, I like DeAndre Swift as well. Um, I think he'll be good, um, but yeah, definitely Rugs. I'm, I think he's got a really big year. Derek Carl hit him a lot of targets this year. For me, it's it's Chase Young. I am buzzing to see Chase Young. I I think he's just going to be he's going to be one of them revolutionary guys on the defensive line. It's that's going to be a really interesting one for for me to see him at Washington and see this, the situation there. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire as well. That's a, a bit of a fantasy relevance as well, though I haven't drafted him lots of people have been drafting him in the first round and that's going to be incredibly interesting to see how he looks in Kansas you know Andy Reid not notorious for trusting him running back rookie running backs at the best of times but obviously Damian Williams opting out that's going to be a really interesting one it may be not the best game coming up against the Texans without defensive line so it might not look great but I'm excited to see what he looks like coming out the gates yeah, I I don't think he's going to be all that, I must say. I think he's landed in a very nice situation. Um, and, you know, any rookie would love to be the starting running back for the Super Bowl champions. But I I don't th- I think there's better um, and there were better coming out. I was a little surprised that they took him, I must say. I thought DeAndre Swift would be the one who would go first. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see to see what happens, like you say, on a fantasy point of view and just as a general point of view as well. But um, I'm not 100% sold on him at the moment. Right. So let's talk about what is going to be game of the week this week. Every week we are going to be choosing a game of the week and then we are going to have Brawl podcast representatives from the Brawl network. I mean, Brawl podcasters or social media managers, writers, Guys who support their team coming on to tell us why their team is going to win that game this weekend. And this week, Adam Cole and I and the rest of the team have chosen the Browns at the Ravens. Cleveland Browns v. the Baltimore Ravens. We'll do a quick whip round between each other here about who we think are going to win and why and what we're interested about. And then we'll hear from our Baltimore and Cleveland representatives about why they're going to win the game. So, Cole, I'll start off with you. Browns, Ravens, who's going to win the game in Baltimore? Okay, so I'm going for the the underdog upset. I think the Browns have got it. I know the Ravens lead the all-time series against the Browns, 31-11, I think it is. And they've won seven of the past nine meetings. But the Browns won easily last year in Baltimore, 40-25. And they won an overtime in 2018 there as well. So I think, you know, under Kevin Stefanski this year, this new formula that they've got going, they've added, you know, Austin Hooper at tight end. They've got that one-two punch combination with Harrison Bryant, um, Landry and Beckham, obviously, and then Kareem Hunt at running back. I really think that the Browns have got this one. Adam, what do you reckon? Uh, the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I am I'm very much with the Ravens in this one. I I think the Browns have improved. I definitely think they have improved, but I think they are still a very long way away from the Ravens, who are uh, just a really high-powered run offense that will. I think we'll just run run through them, and uh, I I don't think it will be a massive victory, but I can see them winning by a good ten to fourteen points myself. Hmm, interesting. They've both uh, I've got deciding vote here, I suppose. So Browns and Ravens. I oh, I don't know. I don't wish. Well, I'd rather neither of them win. Obviously, being a divisional rival, but. If I if I if I had to if I had to bet it would be a, a tie. Well, that was that was great. Well, I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> that surely be, you want the Browns to win? That would be so awful. I I I think the Ravens will win, but it will not shock me if the Browns go and win it. I, I'm going to go Ravens just because the Ravens were so good last year. I think Lamar Jackson is such a great quarterback, and, and their defense is it, even without Earl Thomas is very, very real, very, very good. It, it's it's going to be a very interesting game. If this game was week four, I'd probably be more confident with the Ravens, but I, I, the Browns could just really come out here and it could be very, very diff- a very different Cleveland team that we've seen in recent history. But Baltimore have got all the tools to win this game and I, I think they will win it. I think Lamar Jackson is a superior quarterback here. Um, I, game planning for Lamar Jackson is still so difficult. If Lamar can do what he did last offseason, which has been hard, obviously, during the pandemic times, but he improved his throwing so much last year it, during the offseason. If he can do that again this year with that, with that movement and his feet and his running ability and then improving his throwing ability, this team's going to be lights out Super Bowl favourites. I mean, they are already, I suppose, but I'm going to have to go Baltimore here. Yeah, they are favourites. I I find it I find it a little strange that they're favourites for the Super Bowl. I must say. Why is that? Because I think that you I think in time people will be able to read the runs better, and I think people will start. See, it's weird that you say. It's funny that you come out and you said that you thought that further on in the season that the Ravens would be stronger. I actually think it's the other way because. To me, I think the more time that you have to read the plays and learn some of the things that they do, the more chance you have of stopping it. And this is what I think you found in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think the Ravens were always going to lose to the Titans because I think the Titans were just the ball that was rolling and no one could beat them at the time. It took a very special Chiefs effort to beat them. Um I think Ravens were better in the second half of last season than they were in the first half. And people, you know, had a lot more time to work them out in the second half of the season, and they still didn't. It, I, it, I do agree with you. I think this, the, the NFL's, you know, that people are very clever. They can work this stuff out. But it's the same argument with the Titans, isn't it? That we're having is for are people going to work out how to stop Derrick Henry? Are people going to work out how to stop Lamar Jackson? Is the thing for this Baltimore team? Yeah. <clears throat> Brilliant. Well, we're going to have our representatives now uh, from the Ravens Brawl podcast and the Browns Brawl podcast. They're coming up right now to tell us why they're going to win that game this weekend. Hey guys, this is Dave from the Ravens Brawl podcast telling you why the Baltimore Ravens are going to beat the Cleveland Browns in week one. And plain and simple, it's going to come down to the Raven defense is far better 
than it was at any point last year in either of the two games. I know Cleveland ran through Baltimore in week four last year, and then the Ravens came back and won in Cleveland. But mainly it's going to be the defense, having to stop Nick Chubb, having to force Baker Mayfield to throw more than Mayfield would like. And at the end of the day, I don't trust the Cleveland Brown offensive line. I trust the Baltimore Raven defensive line. I think they'll be able to get pressure, sustain pressure on Baker Mayfield, make it a tough day. The secondary is going to have, the secondary is going to cause the Browns receivers to have a lot of trouble on the outside with Peters and Humphrey throwing Tavon Young or Jimmy Smith there in the nickel. It's going to present a lot of problems for Cleveland. And I think you're going to see much of the same from the Raven offense. And it presents so many issues for a Cleveland Brown defense kind of trying to rebuild and get off to the right start. I think the Ravens win. I think it's close because every game in the AFC North is usually within a score. I'm going to say 27-17 Ravens win. And the big key will be the defense making it a long afternoon for Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns in Baltimore on Sunday. It's just good to have football back. What is good, Brawl Football UK podcast and the boys? Hope you're all good. This is um, Dylan over here from Browns Brawl. And today I'm going to hopefully break down how the uh, Cleveland Browns are going to beat the uh, Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Okay, so as we know, this is a division rivalry game, so obviously I'm very, very nervous. Um, it's Kem Stefanski's first game in charge for the Browns. Um, there's a lot going on at the moment with the new offense, a lot of injuries. <clears throat> but um, I believe our keys to success this Sunday, if I was to name a few, I'd probably start with using the run game, just winning ugly and using Chubb and Hunt just down the middle, down the middle, avoid the turnovers, help Baker out, good blocking, use the tight ends, you know, just be good and solid on offense. It doesn't have to be like a wow factor, just don't turn the ball over and just use the run game is very, very important to us this Sunday. Um, Secondly, obviously, is to try and Hold Lamar Jackson, because I don't think you can stop him, but you need to slow him down, I believe. Maybe make him pass more, you know, bring a bit of his own defense in, hopefully, under Joe Woods. Um, I also think a key to victory for us is how the play calling goes, because last year there was a lot of, like, nonsense ongoing with Freddie Kitchens and his play calling. So I think the keys for the Browns to win on Sunday will be, again... To use the run game, use the tight ends, strong defense, and just generally being a well-organized football team. Because, you know, the Ravens are, as much as I might despise them, um, they are scary at times. But, um, yeah, I hope all the guys here at the Football UK Brawl podcast are staying safe and everyone listening. And, um, yeah, I look forward to uh, making more content for you. Okay, cheers, guys. Brilliant, thank you. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. And, uh, you know, Browns-Ravens, it's going to be uh, a game of the week. It's going to be a very, very interesting game for us to watch, as well as all these games, like we said. But we are rolling into week one. Full steam ahead now, full steam ahead. And our next section is one we're going to be doing every week. And it's the Football Brawl UK Predictions League, the table, league, whatever you want to call it. Each week, we're going to go through all the games. Myself, Colm and Adam are going to be predicting um, who's going to win the game, basically. And we've also got some of our other guys within our team on there. Gareth, who does our editing. Dylan, who you've just listened to on the Browns Brawl. Um, he's from the UK, uh, Byron, our social media manager, he's also going to be doing that as well. But we're going to give our predictions off the bat just here. So, guys, I'm going to kick it off. We'll go from, we'll go each time, Adam Cole, myself. So, Texans Chiefs, Adam. Chiefs. I've got the Chiefs. I've got the Chiefs as well. Uh, so, are we all reckon the Chiefs? Yeah, I think they'll just they'll just have slightly too much for the Texans. I think it'll be an exciting game, lots of lots of throwing the ball and, and touchdowns. But I think the Chiefs will just have too much for them. Yeah, me too. I agree there. Eagles, Washington. Uh, Eagles. Eagles. I've got the Eagles beating Washington as well. Wow. Well, I'm going to go for the Eagles as well. I just think the Eagles here... Uh, you know, Washington is still developing. They're still not a great team yet. Now they've not got Ron Rivera there week in, week out due to his his illness. Uh, Eagles, Carson Wentz, he's just so good. I think Eagles, people forget how good this Eagles team is. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots. Dolphins. Ooh, I went Patriots. Bill Belichick, in fact. I'm going to go Dolphins. I've, yeah, what do you reckon? What outcome Patriots come? I just think Bill Belichick. I know. I know. You know, it's different. They're Cam Newton. I just think it's all going to just come together for the Patriots this year. They always find a way to win, um, and I think Cam Newton's going to do well there. He's got to prove it here, isn't it? Mm, very interesting, Adam. Uh, Packers Vikings. <laughs> Packers. <laughs> I've I went for the Packers as well. I'm going to go for the Packers as well. I, I I think the Packers, uh, they're just a better team than the Vikings in my point of view. Uh, Colts, Jags. Colts. I've got the Colts beating the Jags as well. I think they're going to be the whipping boys this year, the Jags. I couldn't agree with you more there. I've got the Colts as well. Bears, Lions, Snooze Fest City. Lions. Ooh. I've got them as well. You've got Lions as well? Yep. <laughs> Everyone's gone for the Lions. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go bears just to, I'm gonna do it just to just to toss it up to be fair everyone's gone lions and I'm the only one who's gone bears I, I I I just don't think they're that good a team also on the next prediction I've got raiders at the lions which isn't true who are the raiders playing again the they're playing panthers they're playing the panthers idiot why am I what am I doing here right panthers okay so raiders panthers panthers 
I'm going Raiders for that one. I'm going to go Panthers as well. What what am I missing here? Because I've been, you know, obviously looking at the odds and stuff like that. And the Panthers are six to four. They're not the favourites to win this game. What am I missing? I not, I, I, don't, I don't know. Go on, Cole. Yeah, I just think Derek Carr's got a couple of weapons now. And, you know, Henry Ruggs, like I've, I've banged on about him. He better not be a bust. Them, <laughs> but um, I just think he's got so many weapons. The Panthers, I, I just can't see them, you know, being up the much this year. I know, obviously, Christian McCaffrey's a great player and stuff, but what else have they got other than Christian McCaffrey? Curtis Samuel, that's who they've got. <laughs> yeah. They've got DJ Moore, they've got Curtis Samuel, they've got Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Teddy Bridgewater, who's a lot more, a far more accurate quarterback than people give him credit for. I, Because I, I don't really see, as far as quality goes, I don't really see much difference between Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater. I thought, because before, before I thought Derek Carr, before his injury was really really good and then he had a really bad injury had a long time out and he just doesn't seem to have been able to bring it back and i i just i feel like i'm missing something because of the way the odds are (laughs) no i know what you mean i'm shocked that the panthers are i I feel like the Panthers in their division are like the the team that are just not going to do well. But the Raiders aren't. They've got some great offensive weapons, admittedly. But defense, they've not really got anything. I mean, they've they've got some stuff that could really do something in the future. You know, um, Jonathan Abram, Cullen Farrell, Max Crosby was really good. They've not got anything incredible. And I think the Panthers are are, are good enough to execute well enough to be able to to win there. Jets Bills guys. Bills. I've got the Bills. And I'm going to go the Bills as well. I think we uh, we all know why, because the Jets are rubbish. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks-Falcons. Seahawks. I've got the Falcons. I'm going to go Seahawks because they're my second team in the NFL. I really love the Seahawks. I love them. They're so good. Anyway, Chargers-Bengals. Bengals. Wow. I've got the Chargers. I'm going to go chargers why Bengals, Adam? I think the Bengals are going to be a much better offense than what they were under Andy Dalton. I think Joe Burrow is going to come out and he's going to do very well. And I can see him breaking the touchdown record for a rookie this year. Um, the Chargers, I really think losing Derwin James is going to be a massive blow for them. And I'm not particularly fussed with Tyrod Taylor myself. I think he's a bit of a journeyman. He's not really going to do a lot. I think they've got... I, I actually think that the Chargers have got better offensive players. I just don't think that their quarterback is going to get the ball to them enough. And I think Joe Burrow at home, first game, is going to make quite a statement, I reckon. Mm. Uh, Cardinals 49ers. 49ers. 49ers, definitely. I'm going to go Cardinals. You're crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> I, I just think if, if there was ever a time to beat them now, I I fully believe get good teams early and Cardinals have got the have got the tools to be able to beat this 49ers team. Yeah, I mean, they have. But at the same time, I think it's going to take 
a bit of time with the Cardinals. I, I don't think they're quite there yet. And I think although the 49ers have lost to Forrest Buckner and that they're going to, you know, there's going to be that that sort of blip that there normally is from losing the Super Bowl. I just think at the moment, I think they're the better team. Mm. Bucks Saints. Saints. I've got the Bucks. And I'm going to go the Saints. Are you in on the Bucks, Paul? Yeah, I just, I think, you know, Tom Brady's going to, he's got so many weapons. Like, even even just thinking about Gronk, like, is, is Gronk going to just come in and third down, catch the ball? What are they, how are they going to use him? How are they going to utilise Rojo and Fournette? You know, they've got a really good wide receiving set there. I don't, Mike Evans, it's, there's just too many weapons for Tom Brady not to do a Tom Brady and do well. I... I think I think say I think Saints win this one, but they play each other again in Week Nine, and then I think the Bucks will beat them. Yeah, my 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 only worry with the Bucks is that they've got so many new toys, basically that if you throw them all in straight away, it might not work a hundred percent. Yeah, but I just feel with Tom Brady at the helm, he's anything's gonna work. Yeah, I'm, true. I'm a Giants fan that doesn't really like Tom Brady all that much, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to ask, obviously, Colm, Steelers-Giants, but Adam. Steelers. Of course, that's because you make sense. <laughs> I, I, I'm just putting it out here and I on the podcast, but this will be the upset of the week around the NFL. Joe Judge coming in. It's Honestly, I, I'm, I would put all the money I have on the Giants beating the Steelers. What price wow. are they, Adam? Uh, the price, for I don't actually know. If you give me a minute, I'll find out for you. <laughs> I think the Giants are an absolute steal this week. Everyone's writing them off. Big Ben's coming back from that injury. I, I, I'm telling you, the Giants' weapons like Evan Ingram. Are you worried about Ingram, Fred? Uh, no. I, 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 he's a good player. I don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I don't not dispute that he's good. I just don't. Your defense is just the the the. The problem is your defense is not that great. But then again, is my offense going to be great? And I put more eggs in the basket of my offense going to be good rather than your defense going to be good. And then I think I think that might be the most fun matchup of the week is our defense against your offense, like Saquon Barkley. Uh, Daniel Jones has got a very real arm. Um, I don't think I think people skip on him a lot, and I do like him a lot more than maybe I've made out on the podcast today. But I do like Daniel Jones. I think he's good for your future. I just that will be a very interesting matchup actually. Right, so the Giants are forty-one to twenty, so just over two to one, and the Steelers are twenty to forty-nine. So, yeah, the, well, if you fancy the Giants, the, the yeah. price is the price is good. If you fancy it, take a punt on the Giants, everyone. That's first one. <laughs> Cowboys and Rams. Cowboys. I'm going for the Cowboys as well. I'm gonna go the Cowboys as well but I'm a little unsure but I'm going to go Cowboys as well why have we all gone Cowboys do you think do you think we just don't trust the Rams I think the Cowboys is a slightly better offense I think they've got the they've certainly got the better run game um and I think Mari Cooper CD Lamb will be good you know it'd be worth watching uh Michael Gallup as well a lot of people have like forgotten about him because of CD Lamb uh, and Blake Jarwin as well looks like he's, you know, he's going to be a decent tight end this year. So I think 
they're just slightly better on the offense and defensively i think they're probably not too dissimilar um so yeah i th- i think it'll be very close but I'll, I'll probably go cowboys titans broncos titans titans for me as well i'm gonna go titans as well we have only so far i haven't got byron's predictions in there is only two games we've all predicted the same winner and that is the Texans at the Chiefs. We've all chose the Chiefs and Titans at the Broncos. We've all picked the Titans. There is well, a goes, oh, goes wait. To show that we don't know what we're talking about. Then, <laughs> oh wait, tell a lie. And Jets and Bills. We've all said the Bills. And and I know from, Byron's a Bills fan, so I know for a fact that'll be a clean sweep. He will definitely choose the Chiefs, and he may choose the Broncos. No, I think he'd choose the Titans as well, actually. So that'd be a clean sweep there. Very, very interesting indeed. Guys, it's been great having you on yet again. We'll be back next week. Colm, where can we find your stuff on social media? Yeah, at Colm McGuigan on Twitter, and there you'll find a lot of jam stuff. <laughs> and Adam, where can we find you, mate? Uh, if you find me on Twitter as well, so it's at the Red Gambler one So that's R-E-G-G-A-M-B-L-E-R and the number one. And you can find all my betting articles and the actually the first one for the Thursday night game has gone, gone out already or going out tonight. So you can check that out from for the Brawl Network. Brilliant. Well, everyone be sure to go and check that out. We have been the Football Brawl UK podcast and uh, you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Football Brawl UK. If you want to get in contact with us, you can DM us on there or email us at footballukbrawl at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes podcasts, on Spotify and on Spreaker as well. But if you don't have them platforms, please go to the Brawl Network website, www thebrawlnetwork.com where you can find our podcasts, other sport podcasts, general NFL podcasts and individual NFL team podcasts as well. Another fun week of NFL talking, but now the season is starting. It's really starting to heat up. We're all very, very excited here at Football Brawl UK. I'm sure everyone's going to have a brilliant weekend. Get the beers on ice, get the snacks in now because it's going to be a lot of late nights this weekend. Um, Lastly, I would like to uh, thank Austin. Uh, Austin is part of the Brawl Network team. Austin uh, Fugis, I do believe his surname is. I never know how to pronounce it. Um, But Austin is leaving the team at the Brawl Network. Um, He's been a real help to myself and to the rest of our guys here at the team. He helped me set up this podcast and uh, as well has been very supportive. So we do wish him all the best of luck in the future um, with his future endeavours. But until next week... This has been Football Brawl UK. Have a good weekend and enjoy your first weekend of NFL football. We'll see you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.